Welcome, Welcome to, to Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. With an Eke. And James. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay. And it's a little bit ladylike. Just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. Ooh, just a little bit. Just a little bit, ladies. <laughs> just a little bit, gays. Get it. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Oh, titty, 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 oh, titty. Oh, what? That's what that's what Larry Rudolph thought Britney Spears said during Slave for You. He thought that she said titty, titty. Larry Bird, the basketball player for the the Celtics. No. Larry Rudolph, Britney Spears's manager. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. Why did I hear you, Larry Bird? <laughs> you hear what you wanted to hear. This week on Minority Corner... <laughs> what are you talking about, James? We're, First of all, we're we are already. a hot mess already. Uh, hold on, everybody. This is quite an episode. Um, this is the, talk- the Hot Mess Express. I'm talking about Larry, Larry Bird quotes and his commentaries really? on pop no, culture. Not. So funny you should mention <laughs> basketball legend Larry Bird. Um, who was in a fantastic video game about him versus Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson? No, Michael Jordan. Now we're getting crazy. Sorry, we're getting crazy. No, Larry was it Bird versus Michael Jordan. Was it? Was it? It was, on an, it was on a Nintendo, regular Nintendo, not super-sized Nintendo. Actually, I'm not talking about any of that. I'm actually talking about log, <laughs> the, uh, something way different. Log Cabin Republicans of the RNC. Oh, well, that's way different than the Larry Bird versus Michael Jackson video game that was on <laughs> Nintendo. Genesis. Who would win? 65. Who would win? I don't, I don't even know what the game but is. But what, what, what are they doing? Quizlet Corner? <laughs> it's part of the game. You have to figure it out. <laughs> what are you talking about, Giggle Pants? I'm talking about who's better at facts, Larry Bird or Michael Jackson. Ooh, it's our all-Larry Bird episode tribute. It's going out to you, Larry Bird. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry, Larry Bird. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about some people that are actually doing it. They aren't just posting about it. They're being about it. First of all, that needs to be a new t-shirt. I'm into it. I can't. Don't just post about it. Be about it. I love it. Be about it. It's the be about it corner. Ooh, I hope I'm going to be about it. And I hope you're, I know you're, you, you be about it. We're always bouty bouty. <laughs> we about about it. Uh, awesome. Well, let's be about it and get on into it. And uh, I'm ready to go. I'm scooting on over. Scoot, 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 scoot. Me and Larry Bird. That got really serious. They got really serious for a second. Is everything okay? Is this everything, an intervention? I'm just trying to figure out how to do my voice controls because I'm in. A, I'm recording in another part of my house that I don't normally record in. Okay. So I'm kind All of. Right. I don't know if I should use my NPR voice or if I mm. should use a sexy voice. Can but you give it's me just a sexy. Can I get sexy NPR voice? I think that's the both best way together. To go. I, I say a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay, you ready? I'm Um, ready. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about Syrian refugees and 
I'm hella turned on right now and sad because... And the DNC. I'm, I'm turned on and sad at the same time, so well done. And I'm a gay man. Speaking of being... Speaking, Thank you. You're speaking welcome. Of, I thought you were going to segue into like, the fact that America uh, bombed Syria and killed like hundreds of people with a sexy voice. I was okay. not. Oh, my God. Also, I no. just want to say you're welcome. For what? What did I do? <laughs> no, what did I do? Oh. What did you do for me? <laughs> do you know how the English... Le- I know I've been out of the country for like three and a half weeks. Como te va? When I say you're welcome, <laughs> means I did something. Um, I'm wearing pants for you. You, what? You always wear pants. No, I don't. Actually, I was n- contemplating just wearing my underwear as I record with you. But I remembered in just like a few days, I'll be mm-hmm. back in the States recording next to you. So I'm preparing myself. Yeah, I, I know you don't want to see all that. I don't need memory of your ding dong flashing next to me when we're recording right next to each other. Okay. All right, flash, I know. So I'm, no flash memories of James Ding Dong. Well, hey, listen, got to give the people what they want to see. Am I the people, and do I want to see that? I don't know. I'm, I can't figure out what works and what doesn't work. You tell me. I'm here for you. It's topsy-turvy land. It's topsy-turvy. Thank you. Um, oh. Thank you, James. Everybody, stop. I'm, I've stopped. Look and listen. Um, yes. The newest thing on Netflix, the best thing on Netflix since sliced bread. What is it? Is uh, Stranger Things. Okay, so I haven't watched it, so no spoilers, please. I won't say anything except all of these spoilers. <laughs> I know. Um, I will just say this. It's amazing. Uh, my boyfriend and I, we sat down and we watched it. We, it's mm-hmm. only eight episodes, which is amazing. Oh, that's it's not only bad. Eight episodes. Okay. Stranger Things. Okay. And the great thing is because, like, it makes you realize how 22 episodes is too long for a season. And even 13 episodes, lot. they throw in some filler here and there where nothing's happening. For like I don't know. Least... I like a Game of Thrones. I want it to be 20-something episodes. I wish it wasn't that janky-ass 10. That's true. That's a, yeah. But Stranger Things is like just enough. Like you know, sometimes you're watching a show and they're like, "There's a mystery," and you're like, "Damn! Mm-hmm. If only that character would talk to that character, they'd be able to share information." And then they like literally do in like the next yeah, like ten minutes. Yeah, that's good. And then, you're, you, and then you're like, "God, I wish they would just believe that this crazy thing is happening." Oh, they do. They don't go hemming and hawing like, "Oh, I don't know. Is this thing really happening?" No, it's just my imagination. I'm just crazy. No, these people are like, "I know this is fucking crazy, but this <laughs> shit is happening, and it's nuts." And it's great. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to watch it. It, like, does the 80s better than the 80s does it. Like, it takes, like, certain mm-hmm. character tropes and, like, says, like, all right, 2016, we're going back to the 80s, and this is how it really yeah. should be. It's pretty Is it amazing. camp? Is it camp no, or no camp? No, it's, like, dead on. It's, like, take the Goonies meets Aliens meets oh, E.T., wow. put it in oh an God. 80s burrito and devour it. And put some sour cream on it, because that shit is okay. good. Well, you know, sour cream always makes everything go down a little bit easier. So exactly, and cook it in some, <laughs> cook it in some bacon grease. So what that's because bacon grease makes you cook everything in bacon grease, and that shit tastes good. This is true. I can't argue with that. I really cannot. I've been watching a hodgepodge <laughs> of things. I've been watching Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which is all right, but the lead, the lead protagonist, oh. she's just like she makes too mm-hmm. many dumb dumb mistakes. And I know you got to drive the plot. Wait, 
you need something more happening. I just, you need more I need, glitter and bumper stickers. And I need a little less dumb dumb mis- mistakes, you know? Okay. But it's you, fine. So this is a letter. Why don't you write a letter? This is your verbal letter to the um, writers. Yes. That she needs to get her shit together, less dumb dumb <laughs> zibadabdu mistakes. But it is a musical show, and I appreciate that. Isn't What's His Face from Harold and Kumar in that John Chow, Cho? No. Is that him? Mm-mm. He's not. No. He was what in show? another Isn't one. He... <laughs> he was in Selfie. With a white, with. Oh, okay. I, there's, I knew there's another show with some white girl where he played like the sidekicky guy. Yes. He, he played the love he interest. He isn't. He did. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And that was like legendary. Yes. And he also, he's in Star Trek. Yes. And his character. Don't. Oh, yeah, Sulu, I know this. Mm-hmm. His character, this is not a spoiler. His character, it's all over the news. It's his true. character Sulu is gay, but, which is amazing. But like, and how, not only, what? Well, how do you feel about George Takei being against it? Oh, I didn't hear that mess. George Takei is, he's an old loony man. So, I mean, he says some great things, but I can't get behind. You got to side eye your heroes sometimes. Um, I kind of get it, though. He, it's, it's not like a huge coming yeah. out. It just sort of happens. And from my understanding, the writers wanted to pay homage to George Takei's character, to George Takei in general, because he is right. gay in real life. Um, and so they're paying homage to that. And that, like, it's taking place in the future where homosexuality should, in Star Wars, Star Trek, mm-hmm. there should be way more... LGBT representation because ideally in it, in the future none of mm-hmm. this shit matters. And what I love is that uh, he wanted to make sure that his husband was also Asian right. because it's rare for you to see again men of men yeah. of color loving other men of color. I love so that. I thought that was really beautiful. But what are you in George? But what so are you in George? He made Tukai the point saying? that a lot of times when you are um, a an out actor, you tend to get pigeonholed into only mm-hmm. gay roles. And he said that he's played Sulu straight right. for so many years that it is not honoring the character that the original show writer of Star Trek wrote him as straight. And that they should have added a new character who was gay. And I kinda I kinda get that a little bit where it's like George Takei is an actor. You know, and he was portraying a role, mm-hmm. and I think it's a little. I personally, and I'm, I can't really like talk too much on it, but like, I feel like it's kind of unfair that straight actors all the time get to play gay and then get to play straight, and then the moment that a um, gay actor comes out, with like the only exception being like Neil Patrick Harris or whatever his name is, Doogie Howser. Um, like, after they come out, like, it seems like they only are given roles that are gay men. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, there are some, I mean, I think it's still, I'm, well, actually, Zachary Quinto, who's even in Star Trek, mm-hmm. he's gay in real life, and he's playing a straight character of Spock. Right. And he plays straight characters all the time. I mean, I think there's another kid, the character who's on The Flash. Okay. Uh, not The Flash, The Arrow. He just recently came out, and he's playing straight roles. I oh, mean, I good. think... We're in a sort of turning point where I don't think that that's actually really necessarily... I think we're in a turning point where actors are coming mm-hmm. out and still... I think maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. that was absolutely the case. But I think that we're in this turning point now where it's not career suicide for actors to come out. And I would hate for people to think that it's going... We're Actors come out. Keep coming out. I think you're doing good. Yeah. My argument against... Well, the thing that I would say to point out against... I think that's a very interesting what George Takai said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But... 
Sulu himself is not a real human being. True. And as we've said before, when, you know, they're making other, like, Thor's a woman. Right, reboots or, you know, and stuff. Captain America's black. They've been rechanging it. And I think it's more powerful to change some of these characters who are already in existence and just change it up. Yeah. Because um, they are fictional. And in the same way that you can cast Romeo and Juliet with any race, any gender, true. any sexuality, and change it up and make it interesting. Which is so, so true. I think... I think it makes sense. I mean, George, he, you know, originated this character, so I'm sure it's very, like, close to mm-hmm. him. And maybe it's almost too close because he is gay in real life, so he's feeling like, whoa. Like, like a little you know. exposed. So I could he, see it being kind of, like... Yeah. But I think, like, it's, again, and you see it, it's so beautiful, and it just feels so... That's good. No, I and, like, really he, like that. And when, like, my boyfriend and I, when we were watching it, when Sulu is in danger, like... Hey, man, I'm going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> well, I just... <laughs> Everyone's going to be in danger at this point. You can't okay. watch that movie. Okay. Who is, who's never in danger? But I'm just saying is that like when you see characters who are like you and that you connect with, yeah. it makes the stakes for you that much higher. I was way more invested into this. Like, I care what happens to Zoe Saldana because, you know, POC, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, it makes um, total sense. I just, I, it was interesting because I when I saw him, that one article that he was quoted in, I was kind of like, eye roll, what are you talking about, dude? But then when I read it, I <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, I guess I kind of see it from the actor perspective. You know, like you separate yeah. personal with character. But it's, mm-hmm. but I see both sides, you know, because like honoring yeah. him and also making a visible um, gay couple of color is super important and very valuable. Hugely important. And it kind of goes along yeah. with the motto yeah. of Star Trek that was all about showing that, you know, unity Inclu- and inclusiveness, yes. you know. And I think that if Star Trek was done today, I mean, that's the whole point, is that the same way, if you were to start all of these comic books today, if you were to start Star Trek today, it would have, it would have now, they would start it with way more diversity. Mm-hmm. And so now they're just sort of retconning what should have already sort of, you know, happened and, and been. Also, Brie Larson just officially got cast as Captain Marvel. I, I'm not mad at it. I like her. You know who would have been a great Captain Marvel, but I think, and I, I love it. I'm not mad at it either, mm-hmm. but I was sitting there watching... Star Trek, thinking about Captain Marvel. <laughs> wow. As you do. You had your own private Comic Con. <laughs> Panel in my head, where I just actually I like imagine different things. And I imagine Charlize Theron as Captain Marvel. I think Charlize Theron would have been an amazing Captain Marvel. Ever since she was mean to Tia Maori at the Soul Cycle <laughs> class, I just. Wait. Rewind. What <laughs> happened? I missed this. Remember, I've been out of the country for four weeks. This I love that like you're, years ago. <laughs> you were like holding a grudge. Don't mess with sister, months. sister. <laughs> Don't mess with sister, sister. Charlize, I'm sorry, but you picked the wrong fight because Apparently she was... is team sister, sister. Apparently, she was like hella mean like they both were in a soul cycle class and then tia maori was like oh my gosh charlie's there on and charlie's there on was like no don't want to talk to you and like totally snubbed her tell me she made that noise i hope she made that noise when she came up to her hey it's you don't want to talk to you and then walked away that's the new thing I'm starting it. I don't think so. I'm starting it now. <laughs> when there's something you don't like, make a loud, obtrusive, stop, hold, fart, trumpet noise. Tr- 
trumpeting in your incoming disappointment and disapproval. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it explains like it very it. succinctly. Um, oh, that makes sense. That explains why you were not excited when I mentioned Charlize Theron. I, was I used to love you know, her. We saw and her. And you know in... that I used to love her. So during Mad Max Fury Road, you were just arms crossed the entire time. Just like Actually, Furiosa, not having it. This was after Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, all right. And she, like, got kind of weird during the whole campaign about her... This was, like, during her campaign for Snow White dumb movies. Okay. Because she wanted more. Yeah, she and she was, like, talking about how hard it is to be a beautiful woman. And I was just like, okay, come on. Hey, so Beyonce said it to... first, pretty hurts. That is Charlize Theron's soundtrack. She wakes up to that. I know, she just... <laughs> She stares she, in the mirror every morning while Pretty Hurts plays. And That's just cries. I'm going I'm to start Pretty my days like that, too. So she just, like, cries looking into the mirror. I've got to go face the world and be pretty. I'm sorry. With my beautiful face. It's so oh, hard. No. Yeah. I mean, oh, I've... Oh, good... I've been... Oh, yeah, what? Well, good, I have a good segue. Okay. Finally. All right, here we go. A friend of mine... Once saw Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind and Charlize Theron on the street of San Francisco, which brings me to say that Wait, very you pr- can't. Hmm. Wait, you're going to segue into my segment. Are you going to talk about the RNC? Yeah. Oh, okay, well then let's go that? over to my... Oh. This is a perfect segue. It's <laughs> like, wait, hold on. This is great. Let's segue. Well, you actually did brilliant, and I gave my hand. I think that's the best thank segue you. into uh, the you. actual episode ever. We finally yeah, have a segue. Right. So, <laughs> we have an actual segue into our actual show, so let's jump into it. We're ready. Okay, cool. Uh, Third Eye Blind at the RNC plus Log Cabin Republicans. And let's apparently they were very beautiful um, in San Francisco when they were standing on the street together. Wait, Charlize Theron? Mm-hmm. And, and Stephen Jenkins dated in the 90s. Oh, that's cute. Kind of. <laughs> well, that's when that's when you were like not side eyeing her. That's because... when I was I was kind of into semi charmed life, and I was kind of into Charlize Theron. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So your golden years, yeah. <laughs> now long gone. Because now you're like third eye blind. Who? And then you're yeah. like Charlize Theron. How dare you do that to Tia and Tamara Maori? <laughs> just, just Tia. Just she didn't just do Tia. shit to Tamara. Just one twin. <laughs> And I don't, honestly, I don't know if it was Tamara or Tia. <laughs> you just picked the one that came to your name first, yes. to your mind first. Yes. Was it Taj? Maybe it was Taj. Who cares about Taj? Guy. Get Taj out of here. Wow. His oh show God. did He's not never take off. On. He's never coming on this show now. He was a smart guy. He's a smart guy. How many seasons do, did that show you? have? I'm sure at least three and a half. He's just trailing I was on the a, coattails of his more famous sisters, like Ray J. He, okay, wow. We're just going into who's next? Kylie Minogue's sister. What's her name? Danny Minogue. Get out of here. Jamie Lynn Spears. We've had it with you. <clears throat> having babies. Babies but, having babies. <laughs> wow. Neke is fierce. James, All right. We back just to, ruined our segue. <laughs> yeah, we had a good thing going. And then we lost it. All right, let's go over it quickly before we talk about something else random. Okay, 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 let's go. It was Tia Mary. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I just, I, I was just doing a little bit of quick research. and During the break? It, yes. I just did a little <laughs> gigs. I consulted okay. the gigs. 
And, and it what says, did it say? Charlize Theron was rude to Tia Mowry at SoulCycle. <laughs> and then the next like- article underneath that, the, <laughs> the title is, Charlize Theron reportedly furious at Tia Mowry for speaking out about it. And then the next one <laughs> under that is, Charlize Theron tries to get Tia Mowry banned from SoulCycle. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that these two would be in a feud? All because Tia Mari had the audacity to try to speak to you. Beautiful. Pretty hurts. Charlize Pretty Theron. Hurts. Do you think if there was like both of Maybe she was just upset that both of their sister sisters weren't there. She was like, I can't talk to half a sister sister. That's I need sad all for or nothing. twins. <laughs> I, was, I need all or nothing. That is hella sad for twins. <laughs> Where's your sister? You're only half of the pair. That's like on um, last season care. of Bachelor. On the last season of Bachelor, you know, like each contestant has like a job title. It'd be like, oh, accountant. Um, <laughs> you know, dental twin. hygienist. Yeah, the twin. There's two twins, and each of them just said twin under it. And then he eliminated <laughs> one twin in front of the other twin. <laughs> well, at what their was, home what is, with their mom right there. Yeah. And then that's good TV. And he drove off in the limo with the chosen twin, while the other one sat crying on the couch with her mom. Well, at least ha- half of her daughters weren't a loser. Stop it! It isn't half. It's like one of the two daughters. Oh, whatever. I don't know how twins work. I'm not sure. My mom miscarried my twin, but I digress. Um, you had out. a twin? Yeah, apparently I like kicked it out of the womb or something. I don't know. My mom told me this on my 17th birthday. Like, did not know. She just kind of casually mentioned it. She's like, oh, yeah, you're a miracle. I was supposed to have you cleaned out or something. Because after a miscarriage, they go in, they like, you know. And they're like, out. he's alive. Yeah, she went, she got a second opinion. My mom missed the appointment. Wow. My brother thinks my mom has a tendency to run late. He thinks that she just was late <laughs> to the appointment. <laughs> Stop my brother's theory. So here I am. Stop. Um, all wow, right. That's so a story. Speaking, okay. Speaking of, Where are we? Tw- speaking of twins, Tia Tamara Damari, Charlize Theron, Third Eye Blind, getting us back on track. Yes. Yes. Third Eye Blind, as Aneke uh, brought up, Third Eye Blind performed. Where did they perform Aneke? Third Eye Blind performed at the RNC and did a magical, magical thing. Making they, me fall in love with them again. Like, all over again. If you forgot about Third Eye Blind, how dare you? Also, they're playing at Outside Lands, and they're not... They're, like, in the... You know, like, on the billing of, like, a poster for a festival? It says, like, yes. you know, big letters. It's, like, Lionel Richie, Lana Del Rey, Duran Duran. Yeah. On, like, the fourth row down in the smaller print, it's, like, Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Well, in what between, have they been doing lately? Well, what has Lionel Richie been doing lately that gives him such high top billing? Duran Duran? Being Nicole Richie's dad? Fair enough. That is, that's all he needs to do. So, you're right. But Third Eye Blind, they performed at the RNC, and people were like, but what? And what did they do? They trolled the Republican National Convention, the good old party's convention. Um, they didn't play Ugh. any of their hits. <laughs> So I love this they, story so much. There was no semi-charmed life, which that's what you would have been loving. There was no never let let you go. No, how's it gonna be? I don't know. Never let me go. Why? Oh, me, me neither. I just, <laughs> just don't call. I know me semi-charmed out. life. What about how's it going to be? 
I get that How's confused. I thought it was. I thought it was. How's it gonna be? More than friends. That's Hold me tight that's... and don't let go. Don't yeah, that's in vogue. Let... Oh, okay. I was very confused. <laughs> well, anyways, no, they didn't play any of them. How's it gonna be? Oh. Well, they didn't play that one or in Vogue's hit either. Um, <laughs> and Twitter was upset. The Republicans at Twitter were so upset. They're like, it's been 30 minutes and they haven't played anything. And then, so in the middle of the concert, they would yell things like, raise your hand if you believe in science. Yes, so good. And then they did play, they played Jumper at the end. Everybody lost their shit. Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Yes. Said, I remember Road... Road Rules did a very special episode where they had to shoot a PSA. It was season five, the Northern Trail. I remember. They had to shoot yes. a PSA using that Jumper song, and Anne had difficulty with that because her friend had committed suicide. Ooh, God, that's rough. Yeah. Now that I'm actually, like, thinking about it, that's kind of mean to put her through that. <laughs> but it was Anne. I don't know. It was maybe... I don't know if I believe her whole story, because Anne, she was a little dramatic. And maybe she, maybe she read it in the newspaper, and she, you know, wanted some airtime. I don't know, maybe. And if you're listening, come on the show and, you know, talk about Let your pain. Let us know. What have you been up to the past 15 years? Um, oh, she, she was on one of the challenges, but she did terrible because she's Anne. Okay. Um, so they Once t- again, so you're, I guess Anne won't come on the show along with Taj Mowry. We're haters. Hudson. This is a hater episode. Hater Nation with James and Annette, with Jam K. <laughs> God, what happened to us? A little bit of fame, and we just, you know, shock jocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we love all of you. Uh, we just, you know. Anyways, oh, but they played Jumper, and Jumper was actually written um, by about. It was written about one of their cousins had killed, who was gay, killed themselves. Um, mm, awful. And so they ended the show with that, and with a plea Good. for gay for gay rights and you know they said to love this song is to take into your heart the message and to actually actually have a feeling to arrive and move forward and not live in fear and imposing that fear onto other people so my that's hat good. goes off I think that's the best thing that happened yeah. at the Republican convention and we that was at some random are, party and we're like this is like third eye blind that's how you are an ally that is oh, like yeah. a bold ass bomb ass be you better do something be something do something move you better wake up and pay attention if you want to be somebody you want to go somewhere wake up and be an ally be about it be about they're it they're about which, it <laughs> are we jumping back now we're just jumping into your corner no, we're not. No. Okay. That's it. So if you watch the RNC, we talked about it a little bit last week with about Melania. Um, if you watch the RNC, and I watched safely from over here in Europe, and that shit was terrifying. The themes it's, were oof. death, destruction, terrorism, and weakness. They were like shouting you Lucifer at the crowd a hundred times. Were, it was ridiculous. She, the theme became lock her up. Poor Hillary Clinton. I'm like, I would be, if I was Hillary Clinton, I would be ter- how would you feel if a stadium of people were chanting, lock her up? And that's, like, that's all they have on their, like, that's the only policy that I heard come out of anybody's mouth was, lock her up, shoot her. Like, who, what sort of any hateful convention? Mean, you thought we were somebody... haters? We're not gathering everybody to a crowd saying, like, no. boo Taj Mahari. No, we're no. just saying it. 
from the safety of our house and a microphone and in front of all of our listeners. Somebody did a screenshot of the stage with like the giant letters Trump and his big old dumpy face up on the screen. And it looked like Blade Runner, like some like apocalyptic oh. future horrible man. It looked crazy. Yes. And so it does look crazy. And I think what's even crazier is for if I'm this. This is specifically, I'm going out to, segueing into Third Eye Blind came out and they were talking about some real, like, hey, uh, if you really about our music and about this song, like, we're actually speaking about for rights of all people, specifically, yeah, you know, LGBT folk. And then Donald so Trump must have been inspired by the Third Eye Blind that he actually said in his speech, I think the first time any Republican candidate has said anything pro-LGBTQ, he oh. said... As your president, I will do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens. He struggled saying like, that. From the violence <laughs> and oppression, he said, from the violence and oppression of a hateful foreign ideology. Like, way to, like, put a group against another group. Thanks. Awesome. That's... Well, but here's the thing. So he's saying that he's trying to say that, like, under him, LGBTQ people are going to be protected against, like, outside attacks. What about inside Dude, what attacks? About... <laughs> Thank you. The, we, ha- we suffer way more from domestic violence yeah. than outside terrorist attacks in the LGBT community. Yeah. Um, which the Republican, which is so stupid, the Republican Party has, in their platform, they support conversion therapy. Oh, my God. They have, in their platform, anti-trans bathroom laws, Ugh. and they want to reverse uh, Oberga the same-sex marriage decision. Ugh, they want to reverse, reverse it? What yes. the hell is that going to do? Ugh, ugh, I, I mean, I know. So I know. It's, 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 it's incredibly, like, pandering, and it's really... And, and it, I think it saddens me because um, it's this false sense that any of these log cabin Republicans, which log cabin Republicans, if you don't know, yeah. are the gay Republicans mm-hmm. founded by our first gay president, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln... <laughs> Explain, please. Why? Because his Abraham wife was like was a, supposedly crazy. He was a closeted, <laughs> and he was a closeted homosexual. That's where the log cabin Republicans are founded What's upon. What's the but, proof? Who, there was no TMZ back R- then. Rumors. Yeah. And that's why his and that's why his wife was like so angry and used to beat him because she just couldn't handle it. But that's where log cabin Republican comes from. Okay. Um. So it gives this false sense that their, you know, party is about these things, and it's not. Right. And remember that many of those who were slaughtered at polls were Latino, undocumented folks that, you know, Trump is wanting to deport these people right. and build walls. Right. And the guy who ended up shooting, remember also just going back to, like, what about the inside, you know, troubles and, and abuse that we are facing? We Way more domestic violence than outside violence because, you know, the guy who shot at polls... He wasn't really connected to ISIS at all. Mm. He was a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Exactly. So, Not an outside force. It was an inside job. Absolutely. An inside job. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's saying that Trump wants to protect us from, you know, the oppression of these outside oppressors. But remember, the Republicans are some of our greatest oppressors. Look at Vice President Mike Pence himself, mm. his running mate. Like, he's not uh, Mike Pence. Ooh, not, not Vice President yet. Let's not... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sorry, <laughs> I like time traveled for a second, and Mickey was like, "Hold up!" But Bring Mike Pence, governor of Indiana, he was behind the religious freedom law, mm. which 
said that you can persecute, uh, like, if you don't want to, if you can discriminate people based on your religion. What? So, and that gave you come up and you're like, I'm a lesbian, I want a hot dog. I would be like, no, you don't, <laughs> lesbian. Get out of here. Go get your U-Haul and all kinds of stuff. And I don't have to give you a hot dog Ugh. because my religious freedom law. And this is the law that happened in a lot of businesses. It hurt the Indiana economy. Mm. So great thinking, Mike Pence. Good job. Because all these businesses... Way to stimulate uh, the economy, sir. Yes. I, right. And he's also campaigned against adding LGBT protections to hate crimes. So I don't understand how this party is protecting right. the LGBTQ folks... Um, and also, watch when he says LGBTQ, it was like this foreign phrase coming out of his like mouth. Like, he's never it said like, it before, and it was like it was a awkward. tongue twister. Yes, yeah. Um, and here's the other thing that, so, so just, uh, I just, my head explodes with the thoughts about the Republican Party. And you know who did really well? You know what business did really well at the Republican National Convention? You know who made a lot of money? I know what it was, but you tell the audience. It was male escorts. Male escorts. Sexy, sexy, made sexy, sexy, a lot of sexy. Money. And are you thinking like, oh, a lot of ladies were, you know, paying for some sexy services? No. No. It was dudes no. <laughs> paying for other dudes, which I'm all about it. Surprise. I'm all about but it's having like your sad, gay sex. Like sad undercover DL stuff. When when it's all these guys that just need to live in their light. They need to live their life. And it makes me so mad because... Be and these, proud. Yes, they should just be proud. And they're championing all this sort of hate-filled legislations and laws. Right. And meanwhile, they're getting their dick sucked and getting, you know, fucked. Which is fine. I'm all about it. Go do it. But then... Yeah, do it. But, but don't, don't hate on people When you're doing the same exact thing. doing it. The self-hate is so disgusting that these people hate themselves so much and are so afraid that Ugh. and then to, to, to be able to put this other persecution against these, this other group of people but my hand goes up to like you male escorts you made your money you did your thing um that's true also, they got in got out craigslist and all the grinderings they were all blowing up and i doing my research i clicked on this article and some of the posts yeah. were insane a lot of these dudes wanted other. They're like, I'm at the RNC. Are you at the RNC too? Looking for other in the closet guys to spend some guy time. Better be voting for a Republican. Like, uh, it's what? disgusting. So, ladies, if your husband went off to the Republican National Convention, ask him where he spent his money. Ask him if he it's made like any new song. friends. Smell his dick. <laughs> And ladies, if you don't get your right response, smell his dick, and then you'll know. If it smells like ass body spray, <laughs> it's time to have a conversation. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else if it smells like poop. Um, okay. All right. Oh, come, well, well, I, I mean, mean, ax body spray, they're kind of, you know. Oh, I see what you did there. Now you're hating on, the list just keeps growing. Axe body spray. I'm hating on Axe. That's a low-hanging fruit, James. Everybody hates on Axe body spray. Fair enough. Um, so, and you know who did not make a lot of money? Who? Female prostitutes. Aww. Business. Womp one was womp. quoted saying, one was quoted saying, business is slower than usual. I haven't get, been getting any calls. So even with the influx of all these other dudes there, their business went down, and the other guys were saying... Um, things like, I usually only make 200 to the 300, but I've been seeing a lot of guys. So it's now up to about 1,600. What? One guy saw eight Johns by Thursday. So Monday to Thursday, he saw eight Johns. He said most of them were in 40s to 50s, white guys. Um, one was even a Texas politician. So this is just like repression city, and it makes me so sad. 
It's like they're not living their true life. Yeah. And some of them are even, and some of them who are even out trying to live their own life, now there's like the Republicans have fooled some of mm-hmm. these out um, gay folks to thinking that they're their party, that the grand old party is their party. For instance, there was a mm-hmm. rally, uh, Twinks for Trump. What? This sounds like uh, a stunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is real. And the person who ran this, oh, just you wait. So it was Gays for Trump rally, and it featured some Uh great militant, xenophobic Islamic speakers who argued that the Republican Party is the real friend of the LGBT community. Okay. Um, They had a bunch of posters all around of all these, you know, twinks, scantily clad, just in underwear, wearing hats, saying, you know, make America great again. And Mm -hmm. all, all of the models were white, obviously. Going back to our media representation episode. Exactly. I mean, I guess I get, I'm okay that, you know, my black body was not being used, yeah, I guess, in this true. instance. I don't it's know if so I am true. offended. I guess I'm okay with it. You're kind of like, guys. all right. Okay, go for it. I don't want to, I don't want to be included. Woohoo, PSC is not included in this instance. <laughs> oh my God. So their, their, par, their party or their rally event was called Wake Up and Build as the Most Fab Party at the RNC, hosted... By Milo Yiannopoulos. Who the hell's that? You, oh, this oh, fucker. Oh, is he the Twitter this guy? This is the fucker who he just recently, you guys might have heard his name, he was kicked off of Twitter. Yes, for trolling. this guy is an asshole. I won't even just say trolling, for just terrorizing, harassing, terrorizing, yes. Uh, Leslie Jones from Ghostbusters. We kind of mentioned this about last week, but Milo mm-hmm. Yiannopoulos was the one behind this. Um, just the most terrible things ever and poor hateful. Leslie Jones like hateful 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 things he was finally kicked off of Twitter only because Leslie Jones made some noise about it and that there needs to be some sort of regular like you know there's a balance between freedom of speech and creating like a safe place for people to be an able attack to, you, know, you can't you can't outright attack somebody like what they did to special, her yeah very true yeah attacking being very personal and, and using such hateful crazy mm-hmm. xenophobic language so Milo led the charge on this. Surprise, here he is again at this, oh, along with um, anti-Islam activist Pam Geller. Um, he wore a bulletproof vest and then took it off wearing a rainbow shirt saying, we God. shoot back. And then in his speech, he was like, growing up gay wasn't that fucking bad. Let's be what? honest. But I don't That's still ridiculous. see the reason why the left-wing press molly coddles and panders to an ideology that wants me dead. Um, he goes on talking about how, like, you know, the LGBT, the liberals have done nothing for the gays, and that while we're hectoring and bullying about transgender pronouns, that we've completely forgot about, like, all these other causes, and he's talking about, like, you know, for one thing, he talks about, you know, you know, gays being murdered in other parts of the world and countries, but essentially just yeah. spewing a lot of anti-Islamic rhetoric and bullshit, um... And he goes on to say, you know, with modern Western capitalist liberal democracies, the only system under which gay people are happy and successful and have rights. Um, Anyways, I don't know. Um, And then there was, oh, and then then they had um, Mm -hmm. Dutch Freedom Party. uh, What is that? They flew him in. 
Uh, there was a leader from the Dutch Freedom Party. I, so this <laughs> thought it was interesting because I'm like, I'm in Dutch land. And they flew out Garrett Wilders. He came to speak out at the GOP, the Grand Old Party. And he was like, it's great to be here. And his, you know, more so Dutch accent. Yeah, um, so that is like, I don't even know what spouted was. some great <laughs> anti-Islam rhetoric uh, and was uh. like, she's like, don't blame me, but I hope that Donald Trump j- wins. Oh, God. <laughs> So, to wrap all this, crit, you're like James. I, what's going on? I don't know either. Yeah, and I don't I get know it. It's this, wild. This festival or festival or <laughs> insane moment. It was called, you know, wake up. And what I want to say is, dear Republican gays, you wake the fuck up. Yeah. We need you to wake the fuck up because because this is like it's so much in the platform of Republicans is anti-LGBTQ. Like, it Absolutely. is so anti. Comp- they don't like you. Like, or at least, like, I'm not saying the entire party does, but the platform is, that's, it's not about protecting you. There's nothing about it. If anything, they want to take, you know, your rights away. And I just, mm-hmm. it makes me sad. I want to hug you. And then mm-hmm. I'll just put tape on your mouth for a bit and get you just to sort of... <laughs> listen and watch some documentaries and love yourself because there's so much self-hatred that's going on here and I think it also speaks to the privilege that if you are able to go out there and be like oh whatever I'm fine and I just you know socially you know I'm okay I don't agree with them everything on socially but I just want to hold on to my money then you don't really give a flying fuck about your community or any of the people who've paved the way for you to even be able to be out at this convention for this twinks for Trump thing that is, <laughs> shouldn't even be a real thing and it's laughable right. and it's insane and you have the privilege to be able to not really have to go out to the front lines and it sucks because so many people have died for you to be able to tout your crazy bullshit. <laughs> you know, just to bring it all back, you know, when you have the things like, you know, these closeted, you know, men having, you know, this, you know, gay sex and then it goes back to why religion should stay out of politics. And it goes back to the point that, you know, America was founded by the crazy Puritans who a lot of our laws, especially the Republican Party, it's a lot of laws that are about moralistically what is good and what is bad. And that is, that's a very hard thing to judge and to be able to create laws about where really government functioning should be about how do we keep people safe and, and if people are going to do things, how do we create a safe space? And what do mm-hmm. the people want? And how do we, as long as if people want like a certain group dead, well, we can't do that because we can't create that safely, right? We, that brings harm to another group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really need to just continue to keep religion separate. Like we right. talk about freedom of religion, but really the crazy Puritans who started this just wanted the freedom to be crazy in their own, you know, religion. But it's supposed to mean for everyone. Um, So we really need to keep these things separate. And just remember when you're like, why is this law about sodomy here? Because we were founded by the crazy Puritans who were just trying to wave their moral finger around. So. It's mind boggling for me. Mind boggling. So that's what went down at the Republican convention. There's, um, we have crazy brothers and sisters at the LGBT convention. And I'm just saying for anybody, if you are fooled and uh, just be careful, if you are casting your vote 
for this party because you are casting a vote for discrimination against an right. entire minority group of people is what you are voting for. So just think about that as you got to the ballots. I'm not telling you how to vote. I'm going to do a quote from Cruz. You know, okay. vote vote your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is crazy, but Ted Cruz. Ted, Ted Cruz. Well, he's crazy too, but... <laughs> Wait, did I say Tom Cruise in the beginning? I meant Ted no. Cruz. You just said you said Ted Cruz, but Ted Cruz is crazy too. He's not. He spoke. He was like a keynote speaker and was like, "Vote your heart." Basically, he like was brought there to like promote Trump, and he was still like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> still pretty much like run like yeah. I love like he pretty much was saying you could vote for Hillary, you could vote for Joel Stein. He's just like vote for whoever you want. <laughs> Vote wherever your heart is. Yeah, Ugh. which is insane. So that convention was insane, and that's God. safely behind us. And there's, it just, ugh, more craziness is going to come down the pipeline. We've got Oh, debates, yeah, we're already just, gearing up for the DNC, which is already getting crazy with the emails and the, it's just a mess. Uh, it's we, just, we'll, the we'll political save that system for is just time. circus, and meanwhile, there's actual real things happening where our country, right. you know, bombed Syria and killed hundreds of families and caretakers getting shot for no damn reason. Yeah, absolutely. There's just so many other things that are going on and I just hate it because this politics season takes like 18 months, if not two years out of I know. Everything. I'm exhausted. And all this money and uh, I'm I'm done. Even though I just Uh. talked about it. (laughs) I'm done. No more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Aneke, where are we going next? Well, just come over to my cool, Ooh, refreshing cool corner where uh, we're going to talk about a group of people actually doing some good for once. Oh, uh, you mean like the log cabin Republicans? No, opposite Are they of that. Doing th- oh, okay. <laughs> good, because I was going to say, I have a bone to pick with you. If you're having a fight with Charlize Theron, then my fight was going to be with you. But now it's not. No, you could, you could put that on ice. Let's oh. go. I'm in it. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. Ding, 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 ding. James. And okay. That's we need to talk about some goodness in this world. Thank I've you. I've been seeing like a... I've been seeing a lot of negative... Like, yes, I get it. This year sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's put it in some perspective. I read an article that was like, we asked some historians about how other years measure up to this year. Y'all, this year is not that bad. Oh, Cause yeah. Because, like... Good. We don't got the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. Or the plague as we renamed it, remember? Right. That's right. We don't got the plague. The plague. We don't got... Like, when we um, kicked out all religions in favor for Christianity. No. That started with the king and queen of Spain and Christopher Columbus. Yes. We don't got no trail of tears going on right now. No. We don't got no slavery. Well, we don't. It's in mass. <laughs> well, we you know, do. The print system. We but do. But it's have not to the large. I. That's not to like the large levels of things because everyone is like, this is the worst year that has ever existed. Actually, crime right? is down. Crime is down, y'all. The economy is doing, doing pretty damn right. well. There was a time in history way back when, like 47,000 BC, when there was a giant earthquake that wiped our population to about 10,000 people. Damn. 
which makes us the only species on earth that is so closely related and we're having all these problems we're all cousins y'all yeah. 10,000 you go through a city that only has 10,000 people and you're like I'm in a small ass city we all are descendants from the small ass city small of people city. so you, Charlize Theron is your cousin basically we're you know we hang out <laughs> <laughs> Call on a truce Her for now. and Tia Maori are cousins and they need to get along. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I think it's good, yes, to go on Facebook and to put your, you know, little hashtag or like a post about how terrible things are and how much you miss Prince because we all do. But let's also Everybody, post, all day, every day. Let's be about it and do some things like this awesome ass group of people that I'm about to bring up. Can I give you a theme song? Okay, yeah. Welcome to Be About It. About It. About It. Boom. That was an explosion noise. That was like a monster truck rally realness. Yeah. I'm into <laughs> There was flames. It's being about it, being about it, being about it. Post, post, post. Do it, do it, do it. I'm into it. I like it. I'm into it. Okay. So, and this is local for me, y'all. I'm excited. So, well, Bay Area. not local for me. I know, but, but you're okay. familiar. for you. Okay, I know things. So, for all of y'all that aren't in the Bay Area, there is Oakland, which is chill. San Francisco thinks it's hot shit, but it's starting to become okay, less well, chill. Well, hmm? That's true. I can't. Oh, it was like, listen, I'm, I, I was living in San Francisco for five, six but years. But you left. But you're, because it was getting crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But your words still cut deep. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. I smell you stepping in. You live my point. <laughs> That's true. You're right. I don't know why I'm getting up in arms. How dare you do that thing that I did? Because it's true. Well, there is this little city called Berkeley. And those of us from the Bay Area, well, okay. I love y'all, but... Oh. I mean, I really love you guys that live in Berkeley right now, but I have to be honest. You guys are bougie. What? You go to the Whole Foods in Berkeley, and the people are wearing their Peruvian caps, knocking into you (laughs) with their cards, buying some artisanal mushrooms. (laughs) True. You know? Yeah. And then UC Berkeley used to be, like, the place of, like, hippy-dippy, but now it's all just, like, super corporate and super, like... Ivy League, basically. A lot of, like, radicalism was coming out of UC Berkeley, which is why, like, UC Berkeley was having all these protests and like, during, like, the 60s. Right. And that's why when they built UC Santa Cruz, where we went to school, they made it so there's no place, um, there's no central point to congregate to host a rally and protest, because UC Berkeley was shutting shit down. And so they designed the other UCs so you couldn't do that. And now I kind of wish that UC Berkeley would revisit some of that radicalness. Like, where are you guys protesting? Are we not hearing about it? Tell us about it. If you go to UC Berkeley, if you are a teacher at UC Berkeley, if you live by UC Berkeley and you see some awesome protests happening there at, like, Sproul Hall or whatever, post it. Because I, I'm not hearing anything, and I want some of those old days back. And I'm hearing, I mean, instead they had, like, they hung up, like, a uh, lynched dummy not too long ago. Yeah, because frats are out of control. Frats need to stop. Somebody needs to be watching the frats like they, you know, it's like, what's going on? Frat watch. (laughs) Frat watch 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a movie I watched once. It was a porno. 
So, the city of Berkeley itself has been called a city of refuge. Angels. Refuge. So the city itself um, is basically, throughout history, is one, anti-nuclear. So they won't allow any, like, nuclear bombs or whatever to pass through the city, which I appreciate. And then two, they are a city of refuge where they basically... um, they're always looking to house and um, help people that are in need, which, okay. you know, sometimes cities get these names and then they kind of don't live up to it. Well, right. one group, and I can't even believe it because, you know, a lot of times, especially what we were just talking about with the RNC, people tend to hide behind religion in order to to um, hate on Groups like right. what you were saying, like the what is yeah. it, the religious persecution or whatever act, where it's like you can discriminate. The freedom, yeah, religious. the freedom of religion act. Like my religion says, I can hate you, right? Get out of my store. Which makes a lot of us liberals out there think like, oh God, you know, religious people are hating on everybody all the time. But then mm-hmm. stories like this come in where the church, the Universal Lutheran Chapel in Berkeley, they announce that they are going to provide sanctuary for local residents who, are, who might be deported soon. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. Right? So they basically yeah. um, converted an office, which is on the church premises, into an apartment. And so if somebody um, has a family member or somebody who's local or in the area that is in fear of getting deported, they will provide housing and will shelter them. I think that's so beautiful that's happening. It also just made me feel like, I don't know, I'm sitting here in Amsterdam, I've been to Anne Frank's house, and it just literally makes me feel like the fact that this is what it's coming to, where we have to create safe havens for people Mm -hmm. who might get rounded up Mm -hmm. and put into, like, a deportation camp is where they're probably going to go first. Right. You know? That like, we're needing to create these shelters. It's like, it's fucking Nazi Germany. And it's crazy. And that speech at uh-huh. Trump's rally, did you see when she went to go away? I, and she put like a high-held salute? I have like, to, I'm side-eyeing that a little bit because it just looks like she was reaching out to wave. But, I'm And I'm the first person yeah. to hate on somebody and use it as an excuse. But that's thin. That's a thin I, gossamer I mean, little... I do think that she, no, I do totally think that she realized what was happening. I don't think it was intentionally, but it's yeah. so funny. Like, you know, she's there pointing. It looks like a salute. She was just racing her Right, and then she just started waving. Two facts. First fact, Anne Frank, her um, refugee entrance into the United States was denied. So she could have... <gasps> no way. Yep. We could have saved that young girl. That's sad. That mm-hmm. And second, just rando fact, did you know that the, the high heel, like that Hitler salute, the Nazi salute, mm-hmm. that originated in America? That's how everybody saluted the flag. And then the Nazis were like, we like that. And then everybody else was like, we can't do it anymore. Secrets. Wow, that's really interesting. Like, if you Google it, there's hella, like, little American kids doing that salute to the American flag in, like, 1940s. Wow. My whole tans have changed. And that's when America was like, we don't like reappropriation, Hitler. Don't you take ours. No, the more you look into Nazi stuff, it's like they like the swastika. That's like 
all throughout a lot of Native American art, and it means, like, peace and shit. It's so annoying that they, like, took all these things and made them terrible. <laughs> they like, can't uh, use that anymore. <laughs> That's sad. Okay, anywho. Um, Pastor Jeff Johnson, who works at the Universal Lutheran Chapel in Berkeley, said, We await the call from someone in the final steps of deportation and who needs relief. Um, we live in perilous times when national leaders advocate openly about building walls and bearing whole populations from entry into the United States. It's nice time to increase. Um, it's a time of increased xenophobia where refugees are derided, scapegoated, and blamed. For communities of faith, action in present moment is imperative, which I think is like what religion should be all about. Yeah, helping that, and protecting other people. I think that's what it, and the basis of what it really is. I mean, sure, there are some things in the weird as Old Testament where they're like, stone everyone. But then they read the New Testament to like, preach about like, love and tolerance and like, loving thy neighbor and things like that. Like, at the heart of it, that's what it's really, I think, supposed to be about. So it's yeah. kind of confusing when you see all this sort of hate rhetoric and speech that's coming out because it seems like the antithesis to what it is these folks truly want in their heart it just speaks to people are scared it should be love but when you when you right it's the fear of the unknown yeah when you fear monger which the rnc did for you know an mm-hmm. entire week it puts these fear ideas into people's mind mm-hmm. when you really should be reaching out and confronting the fear and just realizing that everybody's just people trying to get along and live their lives absolutely so okay um the article that I got was written by Maharo Jengari on feministing, and she continues that the action of the church um, creating this apartment comes a month after the Berkeley City Council adopted a resolution to provide sanctuary to refugees and to support organizations that are providing assistance to these individuals. So even better, it's like a one-two punch. Like, they're actually living up to their name of the city of refugees, where it's like, one, this universal church is um, helping people, protecting people from deportation, and then on top of that, the whole city of Berkeley is setting out to not only provide sanctuary to refugees, but also to provide assistance to mm-hmm. organizations. And that's huge. Because a lot of these nonprofits can't do as much as they want to do because they don't have the support. Because y'all resources. rich people are spending money on, like, the opera, which is great. <laughs> support the arts, but also support some of these organizations as well. Absolutely. And some of you rich people aren't even supporting the arts. Looking at you, San Francisco, because you're tearing down our dance studios. You're taking money away from the arts, so you're not even giving it back. You're not helping the refugees. What are you spending your money on, rich people? Just collecting Provide it. Provide something to something. So, you know what they are? So they have their coins to swim in, like Scrooge McDuck. That's what it is. I was just going to say. Are they Scrooge McDuck in it? <laughs> they are. They are literally Scrooge McDuck in it. So it sounds more like a one-two hug. A punch sounds a little aggressive. You said it was like a one-two Yeah, no, punch. it's a, it's a one-two hug. Um, that sounds cute. So ap- <laughs> apparently, this is like joining in the a whole like trend of faith groups that are jumping to the call. Um, for example, there is a faith group that created an emergency hotline for immigrants to call during deportation raids. That is going on in Philadelphia. And but then, are, are these raids yeah. actually happening? There are deportation oh, yeah. raids happen. That is terrifying. Yeah, oh, that's huge. No. People, yeah, 
It's there's happening a whole, in our country. Ugh. There's a whole group of um, it's like a sub it's a it's a group of people in Mexico who basically were born they they came here as little kids and they're basically Americans and have been sent back to Mexico. And it's like this whole group of people where they kind of are like the in between yeah. where they're Americans but they aren't citizens and and now they have to readjust and live in Mexico. I heard it on This American Life. I mean, so, it's insane. Uh, it's an entire system that we've created and I was having dinner talking with a few different Europeans about, you know, we're all part of these nations that have profited off of free and cheap labor and, you know, slavery or, you know, dominating mm-hmm. over other countries who are dependent upon coming to these richer nations to do these jobs that nobody wants to do. Y'all don't mm-hmm. want to be smaller tasks, you know, and these other well, countries... Well, it's not and, smaller, it's well, just I mean, harder. H- harder work. Well, yeah, I know. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But y'all don't want to do these jobs, and, and you've also wrecked their nation, so they're dependent to come over here for these better jobs, to send money back, you know, to their homes. They're also are going to be spending money here in these economies that, like... It's sort of like all these nations have fucked over all these different countries and cultures. It's like Mm -hmm. all they want to do is work and you kind of owe them. Like you've fucked over everything else that they have. There are war torn Mm -hmm. nations. There's no jobs there. You fucked over everything they have. You kind of owe them this. They just want to work. Even outside of that point, this is a nation of immigrants. Yeah. Let's or, not well, forget that. Oh, um, Ann Coulter would disagree. This is a nation of settlers. Oh, my God. That came kidding. from somewhere else. Somewhere else, yeah. And this killed the people that were living here. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's sort of like, it should be sort of like, whoopsie, uh, we killed everybody. Uh, open, I mean, to understand there should be, like, you know, open door policy, yes. You know, I understand you, you can't just, you know... There has to be procedure. I understand that. There needs that. to be regulation, but, but we shouldn't demonize people for wanting to live in this country. You no, can't absolutely. have your cake and eat it, too, by going like, this is the best country in the world. Why are you trying to live here? Yeah. <laughs> this country is so awesome. Why are you here? Yeah. Get out of here. Like, so it's, it's really annoying. So I really love this whole... I really wanted to bring up, especially since yeah. it's... Um, based in a church and based in religion because I feel like a lot of times um, people will hide behind religion in order for them to spread hate or bias or xenophobia when really know what being faithful means in any faith, what it boils down to is I think a a love love. for humanity. Which is I think, that's so interesting because I think that's an idea that all religions or even if you're not religion this idea of love is something that i think we mm-hmm. all want and can get behind yes. and if, like we might have different approaches about how we get to that universal love but that's all what we we all want the same thing and so stop being so afraid right. of how different cultures or different people are wording it or people aren't using your word god they're using the word universe or they're using allah or whatever it is like it's all about the same thing and they all have the same core principles that i think we can get behind and this church sounds awesome exactly Unlike this yeah. other, this other church that, <laughs> which one? The, I haven't read the full story, but there's some church that in the south that's in Louisiana, and they're all about this black Baptist church in the south that is all about okay. Trump. And I just read the headline, and he was like, "If Hillary can't keep her man happy, how can she 
uh, keep the country happy. Oh my god. Okay, no, I can't. I I'm not paying attention to that because I want to end on a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> True. Yes. Um, but Anaki, thank you for bringing up this wonderful <laughs> subject about people who are being about it. Yeah. No, I just especially since um, you touched on it in the last segment where it's. It shouldn't, religion shouldn't be used as a way to inflict rule over others. It should be used Mm. as a way to spread love and protection of your fellow man. I mean, we're all in this together and everything that happens, there's a cause and effect. And you may be trying to get ahead and um, make life better for yourself. But by doing that, you are creating a ripple effect by causing strife with other people so it's like if you look out for other other people while looking out for yourself things will be better i don't know does that make sense it's almost like the golden rule treat others the way you'd like to be treated it's all those things well i mean i want to be treated in a sexy way see like i think about like everybody else in a sexy way I think about masochist, and I'm kind of like, I don't want to be treated like how you want to be treated. I'm not going to yuck your yum, but no thank you. Oh, man, I'm just going to be sexy time to everyone. Um, well, thanks, Nege. Uh, You're I've got welcome. a rip-roaring, I've got a real Quizlet corner coming at you. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. It's a real game today. All right, here we go. Well, there are five <laughs> things coming at you like Cleopatra, and one of them is false. The rest of them okay, are Okay, one incredible. of them. One out of five. One out of five. <laughs> Why are you holding up six? <laughs> it's separate. One oh, okay, one out of five. And that was just holding up six fingers. <laughs> All right, <laughs> true or false, the WNBA players were fine for supporting Black Lives Matter. Okay, well, yes. <laughs> She's already guessing That's just me. No, I'm not guessing. That's oh, just okay. me being like, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Next time, when you go on Jeopardy, <laughs> they ask a question. I don't want you to buzz in. I want you to say, I hear you. I hear you. Affirmation. <laughs> He's like, thanks. What's the answer? What is I hear you? Um, true or false, you can be shot if you're a therapist lying on the ground with your hands up in the air, lying on your black, saying, please don't shoot me. Oh, and if you're black. <laughs> true mm-hmm. or false. True or false. Latinos para Trump at the DNC. Pa- para means but. True or false? Latinos pot a truck <laughs> at the DNC. <laughs> okay, uh, number four. Uh, the easiest way to get kicked off an airplane is to be a Muslim. Mm, Sad. Number five. Ghostbuster toys have not been selling well. Oh, okay. So I okay, I got this. Okay, all right. She's got this, y'all. I got this. All right. 
Um, yes, the WNBA players were fined for supporting Black Lives Matter t-shirts. Yes, which is, they were fined $500, and what sucks is that for the regular, and I don't want to say regular NBA, but let's be honest, like, the WNBA, I mean, no one watches, the, it's the so sad. that people watch. And it's so sad, because, like, not even, like, ladies watch, like, other female sports, like, it's so conditioned, but, like, ladies will watch the dude sports, but they won't watch uh, other ladies play basketball. I don't know. As a lady who watches NBA and not the WNBA, I will say it is harder to watch the WNBA because you turn on the TV and there's the NBA and you got to go, <laughs> where is the WNBA on like ESPN4, which is in mm. like the 5,000 channels that are only in HD. True. Yeah. And you can't even, so you don't, can't even get access to the lady, to the lady games. Right, so if they were to play a WNBA game on, like, ABC in primetime, I would watch it. Yeah, they need to change that up. I only know, mm. I still only know Cheryl Swoops, and I'm sure she hasn't played in, like, years. There's Britney somebody exactly. who had a big controversy. Britney She's six somebody. feet tall, and she has dreadlocks. Britney somebody, yes. Let's get Britney, everybody knows Britney somebody. That's what it says on the back of the jersey. Hey, a first name is better than no name. True. And it's I know that she than- had... It's, it's more than I knew, because I just know Cheryl okay. Swoops. But these ladies were fined $500, and when the men wore I Can't Breathe shirts, they nothing. The mm-hmm. NBA supported them. And so... I mean, first, God, First of all, weird. those ladies can't even afford a $500 fine based on probably the money they're making at the WNBA in the first place. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to make any assumptions. They oh, all have, like, you, good, like, contracts and deals and stuff. But you know, compared, they're not making the same amount of money that the men are making at all. It's true. Not even it's close. True. There's no way. Where's that money yeah. coming from? It ain't ticket sales. Aww. Donors. But yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fucked up. Sad. All right. So you got that right. Yes, that's sadly true. Thank you. But the ladies, and they okay. were just wearing black shirts anyways. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Okay. It was a very tasteful shirt. It wasn't like, um. fuck off, please. <laughs> it was like in support no. of both the Black Lives Matter and the Dallas shooting. Like, and they, the ladies That's are like, good. the ladies are sticking to it. They're like, you know what? We're going to use this platform to speak our voice. So, okay. Um, the second one was, fuck. Oh yeah. You can be shot if you're a physical, if you're a therapist and you're black in the street. That's true. And you're Poor lying guy. on the ground with the hands up. And then he asked the police officer, he was like, why'd you do it? And police officer was like, I don't know. Yeah, and it gets worse. Like, and they shot the police officer fired three times, and then it gets even worse because then the police officer said he was actually not trying to shoot the therapist. He was trying to shoot the mentally not the mentally the the guy he the guy had autism. Who was he was trying to shoot the the autistic kid? Yeah, he was trying to shoot the autistic kid who was just also just sitting there. The therapist was there, what the, the hell? and the police were then called to respond to a suicide. Like there was an attempted suicide. Which still, none of this makes sense. So someone says they're trying to kill themselves, and you show up, you shoot their therapist because you were trying to shoot the person who's trying to kill themselves? None of it makes sense. None of it does. None and of it makes sense. Trevor Noah pointed out that I think that, and this goes along to what I was saying with the police, that we need to regulate, just change it up. How Maybe we're asking the police to do too much because we're asking them to like solve crimes, to... Uh, We need to do what you said last week, where they need to have a firefighter schedule. Right. And maybe we don't call the police. If someone's trying to kill themselves, maybe it's an entirely different team of people that we call to go out into the field. because Like a therapist or a counselor. Well, they sent out a therapist and he got shot, so I don't know. 
Ugh, gosh. Okay, so now the third one, I believe, was the Latino Potter <laughs> B- Trump. Latino And I'm Trump. only going to say, I don't know what it means. I'm confused, but I'm just going to say it's true because I know which one is false. Okay. Yeah, it was true. <laughs> they had all these, like, these signs printed out, and this is just how stupid. Yeah, I think Potter means but, so it should have read... Latinos or poor, pero, pero, <clears throat> no, it should have been Latinos dog. poor Trump, which means Latinos mm-hmm. for Trump. But all the scenes right. signs said Latinos para Trump, which grammatically just doesn't even make sense. And then if you look closely, all the people holding those signs, yeah, it's all a bunch of white people. So what they Were wanted, they like... what they wanted was visually, so that way when you just look at the crowd, you're like, oh look, there are Latino people who are for Trump. So when the camera's just panning, like panning through, there's all these signs. For one, the grammar was spelled wrong. Stop and, it. Uh, he's actually 77% unfavorable amongst Latinos. So, Oh, wow. Interesting. Good. Because he's talking about building a freaking wall. And like, ugh, God. Yeah. I can't with him anymore. I kind of want to treat him like Voldemort. I don't even want to say his name. Yeah. Because I feel like every time anybody says his name, he just, like, gets more power. And, you know, I, he, it like, was... And, levels up. But I was thinking, like, I kind of have to look at him like he is our potentially modern-day Hitler. And I think to not mm. talk about him is also dangerous because yeah. he is a threat. And we need to, like, we can't... We live yeah. through the governator. And if we pretend like it won't happen, that's how shit like Brexit happens, you know? Like I, I mean, I don't want to, like, not talk about him. I just don't want to, like, say his name. Fair enough. Does that make sense? The who should not be named. Yeah, I'd rather just say Voldemort. I'm just gonna call him Voldemort from yeah, now on. Done. done. <laughs> so, worst. which one do you know is true? Ghostbusters Toys is true. That shit was selling, like, hotcakes. Like, hotcakes, as if these were hotcakes. I mean, false. It's oh, yeah, false. that's false. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters Toys yeah. have been selling well. 62 million were sold uh, within the first six days. And they were also made sure to sell these toys in the boys' aisle. Oh. They weren't, like, See, next to the Barbie boys dolls. don't have trouble playing with girl action figure toys. They don't. And everybody... Boys went, don't give a fuck. And this is just great because toys actually help determine if movies are going to, like, if more movies will happen. So I think that this is a really mm-hmm. good sign. Um, someone said, expect to see even more, like, Black Widow toys in the next Avengers movie when yes. that comes out. Like... People just want, they want their characters. They just want their, their toys. So girl, like, action right? figures also sell well. So take that. Start making it, Mattel. I'm watching you. Watching you. So <laughs> the one that I want to touch base on is true. Yeah, it, uh, the easiest way to kick, kick off an airplane is to be a Muslim. In 2016, yeah. there's been a huge increase of um, Muslim folks being kicked off of an airplane. Um, Ma Amid Dodwin was ejected from a plane... He was flying from Charlotte to Detroit, and the flight attendant mm-hmm. kept coming on to the announcement. She kept being like, mm-hmm. Muhammad Amid, seat 25A, I will be watching you. And she what kept, the hell? kept going on and saying that. What she a bitch. She said that like three times. And then at one point she was like, Racist. how long is that name? Anyways, I will be watching you. What? And then... <clears throat> what? She then brought this other male, like, her male coworker, to go and talk to him. Because he was like, hey, why do you guys keep, what's going on? Why does she keep saying yeah. that? And then they were like, oh, you're just being way too sensitive about it. And then he was told that he needed to leave because he was making the female flight attendant uncomfortable. 
Does that not make any sense? She was like, I just imagine like a horror movie. Like she was like hiding behind the curtain with like one eye looking at him. And she's like, I'm watching you. And then she like pops up behind him. I'm watching you. And then he's like, hey, what's going on? She's like, "Ah, ah, I don't feel safe. I don't get him out of here. Get him out of here. I'm scared. And they're like, sir, you are too scary. Get out of here. Do you just try to ride an airplane? I don't, don't, the poor guy. Yeah. Like, come on. Let a man just. Travel, is, air travel is tough enough. And he's already having to go to Detroit, which sucks enough. He doesn't need this harassment. Right? It's, like, come on. People, uh, just stop being racist. But see, oh that's the God. thing is that, but they're, where are they getting this rhetoric from? Donald Trump, I mean, Voldemort, is giving them permission <laughs> to use this language. He's putting such fear. This I woman know. can't even do her job. He's just giving her permission to act like an idiot. Um, that's like that's what I'm most afraid of like everybody's like ooh do you think like oh I'm so scared of him becoming the president I'm like he's gonna be hella dumb cause he doesn't know how to be a president what I'm afraid of are all his supporters that are gonna turn into like crazy ass lynch mobs in the street and the damage that has already been done like I mean no mm-hmm. matter what happens like this is gonna take us some time to repair and recover from this and in March 26 a Muslim mother and three children removed from a uh, airplane um, after mm. she, she requested a booster seat and that was apparently too much. What? Um, there were four men, four Muslim men, or three Muslim, and one was something else. He was. They were ejected uh, from. They're all on the same flight. They were ejected from a flight. So, this oh sort of profiling, God. this sort of shit, and again, like this, like freedom of religion. Let's stop it. You know, acts that are you know being passed, like. Right. What is this turning into? And I think we can't turn a blind eye to this because. No. This is a potentially really dangerous point in time. So that's what's going on. Keep a lookout, y'all. Keep a lookout. Um, don't stay quiet. Don't stay quiet. But buy those girl toys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't stay quiet, but buy those girl toys. Yeah, don't don't be quiet. And be actually be loud when you're buying those girl toys. <laughs> be like, woo, I'm buying these girl toys! <laughs> but if you're black, don't walk around with it outside. <laughs> Why not? Oh, because... Because uh, I think... Because you can get shot. For anything. Yeah. Just don't go outside. <laughs> Anyways, that's what the news is. Go buy those girl toys. Don't be quiet. And thank you, James. This was, like... This Quizlet Corner was a smooth-ass I, ride. I actually... I think I won Quizlet Corner this Yeah, week, because so. you... It's like... <laughs> you brought your binders. I won. You brought your tabs. You brought... <laughs> I had, I had, had notes. notes. I knew what the game was. <laughs> there was nothing too tricky. My one trick question: Latinos para Trump at the DNC. That was my only tricky. It one. was a good tricky you one. Solved it. It wasn't from you like Da Vinci the Code. It. <laughs> there was one that I was gonna read to you. It was like yeah. homosexuals are trying to contact aliens <laughs> to destroy us. <laughs> But I didn't because I couldn't read the article in time. Oh man! Might come up we'll next have to go week, back. True or false? You just—I—I I never know, and I love it because you keep me on my toes. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> Wrapping it up like a condom. Oh. Wrapping it up like a dental dam. Wrapping it up. Like a tissue. Mm, I, <laughs> you should have stopped at dental dam. <laughs> like a tissue? What are you wrapping up in a tissue? <laughs> you didn't like my like tissue. Like your gum? Like um, a booger? 
That's okay. not. Uh, yeah. Oh, the other ones were sexy, and then you got nasty with it. Tissues wrap things up because that's where my extended knowledge ended. Okay. And <laughs> wrapping it up like a present, <laughs> wrapping it up like a rap song. <laughs> but I was still thinking like body. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> wrapping it up like my arms around you in a sweet embrace, which I'm gonna do in a matter of Aww. days. I'm coming back. I know James is gonna not only be in the country, he's gonna be in the Bay Area. I'm coming back, y'all, for ten weeks. Um, I'm terrified. Why? My mom sent me this message. She was like, I just I hope you're okay over there in Europe. And I'm thinking like, I hope you're okay over there in the dangerous ass <laughs> United States. There's just so it's many fine. so many guns, <laughs> so many crazy laws, military police galore. I just like I feel I went to, I've been to the movie theaters twice. We, my boyfriend and I went to the movie theaters twice. And it was a sigh of relief when yeah. I sat in the theater and I was like, I only needed to know where the exits are in case of fire. Not in case of a shooter, but just in case of a fire. Like, now when I go to the movie theaters, I, mean, I always think about, you know, being shot. It's good. You always got to look for your exits. That's my main motto of, in yeah, life. Always look for your exits. <laughs> even at a party or if there's an active shooter, always know your exits. Always know your exits. Um, it's not like it looks like Judge Dredd here. That's it's what I'm imagining. Simple. Flames galore. <laughs> I am the law. But it is. Like, it kind of is. Like, Judge Jury Executioner. I'm not recording this next to a dumpster fire. I'm doing all right. <laughs> You're going to be fine. <laughs> Just scraping by on chicken bones and... <laughs> Reading the Just leading the re- rebellion, gloves. yeah, <laughs> boots and a trench coat. Rebellion resistance. How come movie, movie homeless people always have fingerless gloves and trench coats. They do, and they're always wearing boots, which is weird because, like, I think if you were running, it would be very hard. Because I had a It'd be hard. I had a friend who, when we played the zombie apocalypse game, um, there's like the mm-hmm. five thousand person run, and it's like you're running away from zombies. And she was she looked oh, like fun. out of the movies. She had her fingerless gloves. She had her trench coat. She had, some <laughs> she boots. had a trench coat. <laughs> she had some boots on. I was like, girl, you look good. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in my runner's gear, and I have a flask of whiskey. Anyways, long story long, we got hit by a swarm of zombies. She tripped and fell. And I had to leave her. Because, and I had to leave. Because trench coat don't do nothing. And neither do those boots when she was trying to run up the hill and she didn't have her <laughs> asthma inhaler. And she tripped and she fell and I left her. But I did win the game. Oh, man. Remind, <laughs> um, that note to self, don't, don't live out the apocalypse with James. Because he will ditch your ass I, in two seconds. Don't come. You weren't even running from real zombies and you're like, Bye. I'm going to save myself. She was, like, on the ground, hand reached out. <laughs> just got and you're sword. like, no, you slap it away. I you, like, st- jumped over her. I statistically <laughs> wasn't supposed to survive. I'm gay and black, and I was drinking. And somehow I became the team leader when our team leader who had survived the first one got taken up. And then there's one guy, there's, like, five of us left, and he was like, our leader's been taken, I can't handle this, and he ran, like, on his own and got, cap- like, taken by the zombies, and everyone was then looking, is this a looking, fun thing? And everyone was looking to me. No, and I can, it's like, it, it's this, not fun. I had PTSD for a week afterwards, actually. I was gonna I was say, really, this doesn't sound like a fun activity. I was really stressed <laughs> out for, like, the next week, like, anybody I saw, I thought they were a zombie, so it was not fun, and I would never do it again, but I did this survive. This is, like, paintballing. Can can one of our listeners explain why paintballing is a fun thing? I've done it, and I just feel like I'm in war. And same with laser tag. Oh, I love... You like laser tag. I love laser tag. Why did you say that? 
Because I've been, I've played laser tag with you, and, and just, you're like, ha, 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 I'm running around shooting people. Rolling around. Where I'm like cowering in a corner crying because it's dark and neon, and, then I, come and, and I don't want to get shot. And then I come and I find you in that corner, and I just shoot you, and then I, you try to, I just. Executioner style. Because then it, I rack up those points. It's all about points. I sometimes just like, I, my mom, she used to play laser tag, and she'd just follow little kids and just shoot them in the back repeatedly. She wanted them points. That's who raised me. And my non-existent oh. twin. We play rough. We came here. We didn't come here to make friends in that game. Wow. Game. This we is did not come this here to is make friends. A telling episode. <laughs> did not come here to make friends. Well, on that note, <laughs> now that my family's dirty laundry's been aired. Well, it was fun. We had some laughs. We had some cries. My bed is calling. We me. had some confusions. Um and we had major confusion. We're gonna be on the same track, same time zone, same room next week, so I look forward to that. Oh my god. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna be way more awake. I'm gonna be way I'm gonna, be- I'm gonna have way more pants on. <laughs> Just like six pairs of pants. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully I'll be bringing Tia or Tamara Mori, but not Taj. Taj can stay at home. He knows the deal. I thought he's been listening and he's just crying. Taj, he we got knows how we but, are. We got nothing but love for you. <laughs> All right, y'all. See you next well, week. Well, wait. Oh. Okay, find us on oh, Twitter, yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Talk to us. and Gmail. And remember, we're Minority Corner, and Corner is spelled with a K because the C was taken. Oh, Share us. Send us things to talk about, please. Rate us on iTunes, all of that. Gotta yeah. get the plugs in. Get involved and in the- y'all, we have been loving all of the feedback that you guys Absolutely. have been giving We're us. Loving the love and support, and uh, it's been great. It's good. It yeah. is great. It's still great. It's still wonderful. It's amazing. That's amazing. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Hi, I'm comedian Emily Heller. And I'm cartoonist Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. Do you want to learn weird new facts? Do you like hearing successful creative women talk about their poop? Do you want the scoop on Martha Stewart's pony? If you answered yes to any of these questions, our show is for you. We interview people like Paul F. Tompkins, Kristen Shaw, Michael Che, and more. So check us out on Maximum Fun. And let us mess up your brain. Yes, please. <laughs> Baby Geniuses, we know Hey, you work hard, you play harder, you look great, and you smell fantastic. You deserve a vacation where you can kick back, hone your creativity, enjoy incredible comedy performances, and make some new lifelong friends in a maybe haunted inn in the Poconos Mountains. We've got The Adventure Zone, JJ Go, Joe Firestone's Friends of Single People, plus Stand up from Aparna Nancherla, Phoebe Robinson, Kevin Avery, Joel Kim Booster, and way more. Join us for Max FunCon East, September 2nd through 4th. There are only 10 rooms left, so head to maxfuncon.com and nail down your tickets today. Like now. Do it. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.